everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Berto. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Uh, I'm just sad right now. Yeah, me too. Because uh, our co-host has decided to take a little nap. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. My, and my chick mm-hmm. will let me like just wake him up just so that he, we can come on the podcast. I don't apparently, understand why she wants her newborn to sleep. <laughs> yeah, she's like, the newborn hasn't slept all day. And it needs he needs to sleep, and, she, and I'm like, yeah, but we got we got a fucking show to record, and she's like, the baby sleep is more important than your show. Like, oh, yeah, God. doesn't she know he has contractual obligations to show up on the show? <laughs> yeah, but hope, hopefully at some point he'll wake up and then she'll bring him in. That'd be crazy, boy. So, all right, dragon. Yeah, how well, was your week? It was fine. I, I uh, um, you know, trained, hurt my shoulder or trap or something. Something hurt. Something hurts in the kind of shouldery back area. I don't know. I mm-hmm. hurt myself. Um, uh, it was good. But Birdo, yeah. What the 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 fun thing that happened this weekend is the New York City Marathon. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, you didn't even notice. Yeah, I know you're no. not a bragger. And you don't like to brag about your accomplishments. Never, okay. Never. There's but... one thing I don't do. I ever brag. <laughs> Somebody ran the marathon on Sunday, huh, Verdo? Look, huh? I, people have multiple times have told me that I am the most humble person they've yeah. ever met. Oh, yes. Lives. Yes. That's, that is what I've always said about you. The most humble person I've ever met. Never what You wouldn't even know that he runs. Verdo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want to hear, 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 hear about the marathon. <sighs> God, I guess you know people don't care. I just gonna oh, say that. I guess. Like, you know, it's just I'm I'm so humble. Uh-huh. That's the thing. My uh-huh. humility knows no bounds. All right, <laughs> but yes, I ran the New York City Marathon this mm-hmm. this week. Yeah, this week. Yeah, good. Specifically, time. two days ago. So, um, I basically was like, me and me and a friend of mine were going. Uh, me and a couple friends of ours were going to um run it together, mm-hmm. and we were like, oh, what time should I get to the to the Start. to the to you know to the start line and everything i was like oh you know start your start we'll start our trip at 6 a.m and then you know we'll get there by like we'll get into the area where they have all the runners i was like we'll get there by like at worst nine yeah and then we'll have a good like 45 minutes before we have to get to our start time yeah and i was like okay okay and then uh basically the bus the from the the uh what do you call it? the ferry mm-hmm. to the buses is the worst situation i've ever seen in ever in the years of me running the marathon i literally stood waiting for almost like 90 plus minutes so (laughs) something like 100 minutes we were just i was literally standing there packed like sardines oh my god trying to get on the bus and then my my other friend was behind me like i could literally see him i could i could see him and i could probably scream something at him and he'd hear me it was like he was like i'm gonna say 15 feet away from me yeah and yet it took him another 40 minutes to get there holy shit it was it was that bad it was so so bad and uh i met another friend of mine who who ran on his own and mm-hmm. the only reason he got on the bus with me was because he literally grabbed my back he grabbed my back like 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 i was like he was a backpack like like he's <laughs> like he's doing jujitsu and he was taking my back he yeah. did the over under tie and held on for dear fucking life <laughs> and i basically just plowed through a bunch of dudes not the women, because I was like, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to crush a woman. But fuck no. these guys, fuck these guys. It's like, I'm tiny. I'm short. I can just plow for these people. And I just fucking plowed through them like a little tank and got on there. And then he he made it for to his wave on time, literally by like two minutes. Crazy. 
And then I just sat there and waited for my friend. And we wound up having to leave at the last wave. But yeah, we we basically were able to do the race. Yeah. I but, can't believe um, it took you that. It, it took you like an extra was, three hours in the morning, right? Yeah. You left like, like was, two or three hours. Your, so, your wave was two or three hours after it was supposed so to be. I, my, my wave was 910. The mm-hmm. next the next wave was supposed to be 945. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, fuck it. I'll, I'll run with my friend who's in, in the second wave at yeah. 945. Yeah. And we we left at we left there at 1130. That's how crazy. bad it was. That's yeah. crazy. It just was insane. It was insane. It was the worst. I've well, ever they seen. had fi- they had more than 50,000 runners this year. 70,000. Was- huh? I, I heard 70,000. They had 70,000 70, runners. I thought 50 yeah. was like the huge. I'm going to look. At- well, I, what I think happened was, um, well, here's the thing. When they handed out the bibs, I, the bibs went all the way up to 70,000. Wow. Or 70,000 something. 70, something. Um, they had, what I think happened was COVID canceled one race. And yes. then the following year, they did like only 30,000. Mm-hmm. And then they completely forgot how they had their structure. They, they structured their shit. Uh, so basically, we're like, oh, we should fix this for next time. Jesus. But yeah, I'm like next year I'm gonna like look for someone who I know lives in Staten Island and be like I'm just sleeping over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> do you know anybody lives in Staten Island? Um, actually, I do know someone's someone's sister lives in Staten Island. I'm like, okay. oh, well, we, me and your sister are about to become BFFs, and so I can sleep over next year. <laughs> uh, there, fifty thousand runners finished the marathon. Yes. Yeah, okay. Let's say that's uh, well. Let's say oh, it's fifty thousand runners minus that Brazilian dude. So fifty thousand and one didn't finish. No, I saw a, a bunch of people not finish it. I'm actually. sure there are. There are always a ton of people I, that don't finish. I saw someone that like the they they literally um took off in like an ambulance on mile twenty five. Oh God! That's, yeah, uh, you're so close. I t- I told my I told because I was running with someone else and I told them like I that no I would fucking crawl to the finish line I don't give a shit like I've already gone this far no. one of the other runners better fucking drag my ass <laughs> yeah um but no I basically was we were running and the funnest part was my funnest part was my friends being like hey we're do we have a good pace let's try to keep this up and then I was like I just was telling him like dude. How about we let's get to mile 16 and then we'll figure it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they were like, okay, get to, you know, fast forward to mile 18. And they're both just like, dude, I just want to finish. I don't give a shit about time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> um, um, what else yeah, is the, funny? The, uh, the, I, I saw you, of course, at mile 12 and I was so excited. Yeah. I, and I, I would basically like, yeah, I would sprint ahead of them. Yeah, uh, to just so I could meet up with you, and then I was like, "Shit, I didn't realize I sprinted this much ahead of you." And then they came uh, like a minute later. Yeah, and I got I didn't um, get to say hi to them. I was really bummed because they didn't see no, me. No, because they were in the zone. They were yeah, also yeah, yeah. they were just like, "No, I got to keep going." It's fine. And it was um, also it's a twelve mile point, so you're still feeling really good, you know. Yeah, so I get yeah. it. I get it. What's funny? What's funny is the mile thirteen point. I I stopped to like take a picture of the mile thirteen like thing. Yeah, and then I turn around to look for them, and like I don't see them. And I'm like, shit, did I sprint this much ahead? And then I'm like turning around. So I'm like walking, yeah. like started running a little bit, walking, running a little bit. And then next thing I know, I get a text and they're like, and they're like, hey, we just crossed mile 14. And I was like, shit, they're like <laughs> half a mile ahead of me. <laughs> so I fucking just sprinted. Well, not sprinted, but I ran hard. Yeah. And that's like the worst time because. Yeah, I was going to say horrible. The, the Literally the bridge that goes into from. It's over the Pulaski. From Queens. Yeah, yeah. It, no, it, no, no, no. Fuck the Pulaski. I, I had to sprint it is, it is through the, Queens. Oh, you didn't no. sprint on the Pulaski? 
no, I sprinted uh-huh. through Queens and then I basically got to the Queensboro and then sprinted to Queensboro. And the Queensboro was like literally uphill the entire time. And yeah, like finally I caught up with them. And I caught up with them so badly that so 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 I was like so amazed that I caught up with them. I literally was like, I'm gonna be behind them for like five minutes. For yeah, like, I'm sorry, yeah, five like miles. That, that's it. Yeah, I was like, You'll never I was like see maybe again. I'll catch up to them in mile 20. Yeah. And then i I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I saw them around mile 16. That's wild. Um, yeah. And then of course you saw my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Birdo ran the they marathon were... in shoes with like holes in them that are like you I could stick my hand in the holes of those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> wild they, they, look they weren't they didn't start that bad but they definitely got destroyed yeah, <laughs> yeah. also it did, the shoe situation was not ideal I, I tried to buy new shoes but they just weren't right and then yeah basically i you just like ran out of got time the, yeah i ran out of time and i was like well i my choice is to just do this it is what it is so <laughs> yeah anyway uh, it was uh, fun and and for those of you that don't know the the brazil the the lead guy in the marathon until mile what 20 ish Roto? 20 around i think mile 20 or 21 mile nine, like 19 and a half let's say because he, he was still he in made the t- i thought he made the 20 no he was on a bridge i thought he made the oh 20 no no 20 if he's on mark. a bridge if he's on a bridge it's not 20 miles or coming off you, a bridge you... okay then that would be right at the 20 mile mark i think it was coming out of the bronx because i remember thinking well at least he made it to all five boroughs <laughs> <laughs> he made if he made it because literally you make it to the Bronx and that's mile twenty. Like yeah, he he made half it to a the block Bronx. and you're at mile twenty. So he yeah. basically made it up the bridge and then just passed out. He it was yeah. so fucking hot. It was seventy five degrees that day. Well, you know you you saw the lead that he had right. So yeah, he had like- uh, this guy when he passed us at mile twelve because me and Andrew always go out. We watch the lead women run by. We watch the the uh, elite men run by. We cheer on a bunch of the wheelchair competitors. We leave. We get coffee and donuts. We come back. We cheer on all the normies that are running. We find Birdo. We say hi. It's a whole thing. We have a whole plan. So the uh, anyway, the elite men run by. And the first guy runs by with the pace car or whatever that has the timer on it. And then we're like, woo, yay. And then I, usually the pack is like right behind that guy, right? Yeah. No, Birdo, two minutes, two full minutes. That lead guy was ahead at mile 12 two full minutes and mean, we were all like he's fucking up like what the fuck is he doing like everybody was like oh no <laughs> this isn't gonna go well he was on court he was on pace to do like a, a world record for that marathon by like an, a, an incredible amount and then was. he collapses <laughs> yeah he was and then he fucking collapsed a mile off and he we were watching it live um on tv so like we mm-hmm. could actually like see what was happening and the dude collapses and nobody goes up to him Nobody goes up to him. Nobody goes up to him. He tries to get up. He falls down again. Nobody goes up to him. And then finally, right. one of the cops comes over and then they wave over more cops. And then he's just surrounded by six cops. No EMT. Nobody from the race. Nothing. He's just surrounded by a bunch of cops, like pouring water on his head, being like, I don't know. <laughs> and then the camera just cut away because the the next lead guy who ended up winning just ran right by him. <laughs> Perfect. Good. He's done yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares that about that it. guy? He just he lost because he couldn't fucking keep it up. I was like, so, shouldn't uh, they have medics like around the mile twenty for sure? Isn't, isn't that the wall that everybody hits? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, then again, that is the Bronx, so you know. I mean, try to you know. Um. <laughs> someone someone said like that's that's apparently like his shtick, that runner. 
he he did the same thing in the Olympics where he like came out in his huge lead and then by like mile 12 he like just couldn't he had nothing left. <laughs> what why are you do, why are you doing this buddy? Like can you not do can you not finish so you'd like fuck it? I'll just sprint. <laughs> he's like look, one of these days he's going to finish a marathon and that will be the greatest <laughs> fastest marathon ever. It'll one be of a, these days. An incredible world record. <laughs> and it's it will be his first marathon. <laughs> yeah. Technically, well, you know the woman that won—that was her first marathon. Really? Yeah, she's like—I she, mean, she's obviously a, a runner, but like, it was her first marathon race. Yeah, I thought it was very impressive. And she yeah, won it. Very she impressive. won it looking very good. She won it by like seven seconds or something like that. But that's a long oh, time Jesus. when you're running. Yeah, but still, <laughs> when you've could just you done that. Jen, could you imagine that you run twenty-six miles and you lost by seven seconds, I, and you're yeah. just like, fuck. I mean, it's Where better. I it's it's Where better than like two seconds, seconds, I guess. Because when you're watching it too, seven seconds, like it doesn't sound like anything. But when you're watching it, you're like, oh, she would have never caught up. Like at a yeah. certain point, you just see it. And you're like, she the the second place would have never caught up, and the next one was another like ten seconds after that. Like it just it, mm-hmm. it wasn't gonna happen. Anyway, that's you, probably... like I, there there have been marathons where guys are like neck to neck. Yeah, and then the last like whatever the last like I'm gonna say. 500 meters mm-hmm. like someone just starts running and then they just like burn out and then the other person starts running and then yeah. like you literally see them just like you have fuck, to like I time it you have to time you have to time it and i mean like, that's a, that's shit. part of the that's part of the strategy right when you're like running yeah. those those kind of races yeah pretty much yeah i mean i wouldn't know i, I literally am just like okay let me get to mile 20 and then survive yeah <laughs> that's Fair that's enough. my plan you had a good time this year you, you're shaving off minutes every year yeah, I'll I'll do better next year, maybe. Yeah, depends. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, hopefully, I'll do better. But, it's impressive. Uh, yeah, it's impressive that you had your best marathon time the year that you had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have the baby. Right. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, just a reminder: what I did was I'm a, I'm a I'm a quarterback. I handed it off to the running back at. And then that guy ran 99 miles. Yeah. Uh, sorry, 99, 99 yards. miles. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> he ran 99 yards. And then I ran up to him and then everyone's like, wow, you two, you two got that touchdown. And I'm just like, yes, yes, I did. I was introduced to this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was important. Ridiculous. (laughs) I didn't even block anyone. Like, I'm not even like one of the guys who blocks it and like clears the path. I didn't do that. No, no, you didn't. No, you you did literally almost nothing. (laughs) I literally just handed it to him and then he did all the work. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. All yeah. right, Dragon. We should Ship. get started. Yeah, let's jump in. Nobody nobody wants to hear this much about the marathon, probably. <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. All right, Dragon. Why don't we start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon. Okay. What did you watch on the couch? Okay, so I'm going to start in the theater um, mm-hmm. this time. So uh, we, uh, me and Andrew went and we watched the movie Tar. Uh, Berto, do you know what Tar is about? Uh, I know it's about a chick named Tar. Yep. Do you, do you know anything else about it? So, something about she's a not a musician. She's like a conductor or something. She's a conductor. Yeah. So okay. I I knew exactly zero things about this movie going in. Okay. By the way, beyond that, I know nothing else. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. So I was like, I Andrew was like, you want to go see this movie Tar? It's really long. And I was like, eh, all right, I guess so. Like we have AMC, so so we needed to use our passes, you know. So mm-hmm. I uh, I was like, yeah, we can go see it. So it got really good ratings. Um. So we go in. And Berto, gun to my head, I never, ever would have told you what this movie was about before seeing it. I like, <laughs> So the movie is basically 
this woman gets me tooed. This female conductor gets me tooed. That's the movie. And it really? re- okay. it plays like a boats movie. And I, after okay. the movie, I was like, oh, so this really happened? And Andrew's like, no. <laughs> just, they, they just made this, this movie about this fake lady conductor who gets me tooed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's starring, uh, what's her face? Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Um, who is great in it. She uh, is the titular tar. She, she is the titular, titular tar, yes. Um, uh, and also some, you know, other seemingly see, no i was gonna say seemingly european people <laughs> <laughs> uh, really selling me on this movie by the way it's so funny because it's like i liked it i'm gonna i like i i really did like it i would never recommend it to anybody because it's like what a what a fucking waspy movie about this like conductor woman who's very serious and then like she just gets me tooed <laughs> like that's like it's so weird when we left the movie theater i went into the bathroom to go pee because it's a two and a mm-hmm. half hour movie and i didn't pee through that that's the whole thing Berto, i walk into the bathroom and it's nothing but like upper east side old rich ladies i've that's about right never gone into an amc and saw this clientele there before they had their like big rings on and their nice like chanel coats and just like you know that perfume that they all wear that's like the same exact perfume you just i don't know i've never been around them (laughs) that's true that's true if you went around them they'd be like oh can you fetch me my coat please or whatever the fuck like are you my driver Even if I've never been around them, I've never sniffed them. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's just, I don't this... just go around sniffing random women. So please you, you stop accusing me. It. It's just in the air. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm about to get me tuned. But I, I've just, <laughs> I've truly never seen. I was like, oh, that checks out. Actually, these women were here to see this like two and a half hour drama about a conductor that's like wildly academic and just <laughs> pretentious and so funny. <laughs> uh anyway i really liked it i i wouldn't recommend it to anybody because i don't think it's up anybody's alley but it's like it was good it was well done should um, i watch it nah yeah i don't think you're gonna like i don't think you're gonna really it. i mean maybe if you would do you want to two it's two hours and 38 minutes you, how many times do i have to explain this to you dragon yeah. you were like oh the time because like that's so important every <laughs> single time you have to remember if a movie is really good it's not long enough if a yeah, movie is yeah. really bad, it's not short enough. That's the principle. So stop <laughs> telling me about the time. Whenever fair you're enough, like, oh, enough. the time, it should only apply if I hated the movie. Okay? <laughs> okay, well, here's my thing. The reason that I mentioned that is because I wasn't bored during it. And that's unlike me for a movie at this length. Okay? Okay. So in my head, I was like, well, it must be good because I didn't dislike it. I didn't just, check my just... phone. Anyway, don't judge me. You're just you're the level. Right the now. level of your like you are um, being so judgy. The level to please you is amazing. <laughs> the bar is low. Right? It's, it's a very low bar. Super low. Anyway, it's like well, I didn't check my phone, so that means like if if you had like if you ran out of batteries, if your phone ran out of batteries, then every <laughs> single movie would be great to you. No, that's not true um anyway it was interesting it was basically like it, did you see that movie about harvey weinstein's assistant i think it was called the assistant the assistant yeah yeah did you see it it was like yes that. i saw it <laughs> it was like that but from her but from weinstein's point of view i guess 
Um, okay. Anyway, I so you're that. saying you're saying you you uh, free Weinstein. That's what you're telling me right now. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, it was interesting. It was. It's fun to see a woman in that position. I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so that's Tar. It's in movie theaters. I uh, I don't know if it's going to be streaming anytime soon. Probably not. I'm sure okay. it will be. Next. Um, so we are in our Kubrick phrase, obviously, because we watched Lolita for this. Um, and we and Andrew watched Spartacus. I, I, yeah. I, I, I speak a long movies, Berto. It's two hours and 41 minutes. <laughs> I was going to say you are really on a you're really on a kick, huh? I'm on a long you movie. Just kick. Love your long movies. Go ahead. It's, it's seemingly. Um, so I'd never seen it. I didn't know. Um, I didn't. I, I knew uh, kind of about it, you know, because it's just an epic that everybody knows about. And it's be re- been remade and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, I, I got to say it was pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. okay. It's got, like, it, it's a, it's, it's definitely got, like an old school epic, you know, in the same like Lawrence of Arabia. Well, it's it's like considered the best like swords and sandals. I mean, it was an entire genre, the swords and sandals. Genre. Yeah. 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 And it's considered the best one. And you can kind of see it. You know what they, you know what they feel like to me? They feel like uh, Westerns a little bit. They got like a whole Western oh. thing going on. I mean, okay. So I, they do, yes. remember, do, do you want me to go into it? Do you want me to mansplain this to you, Dragon? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so basically, like. You, so, just so everybody knows, the look Berto just gave me was like both pitying and like a little annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not annoyed. But um, oh, so, so the cinema, Dragon, the art of cinema actually cinema, came yeah. from came from these old fucking like uh traveling shows yep. that used to just be uh what do you call it they use they, they used to be plays like not plays but it used to, so basically like around 1890 and 1900 uh, in america like obviously no one would ever travel right it's rarely would travel but everyone would hear about like the west Oh yeah. my goodness, the West, it's like this and that and blah blah blah. And like, oh, it must be amazing and everything. So somebody some guy named Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Uh he created an entire show. So it was like You mean oh, he kept a girl the... in his basement? <laughs> yes. This, so, this is my only it... my only uh point of reference for Buffalo Bill. Yeah. So it was like a show where like animals would come out. It was like a circus, but like yeah. it was like Western themed, and then they'd have a show where, like, oh, look at the the cowboy shooting the alien Indian. That's like the Annie like Oakley thing, right? Where she like the sharp, the girl yes, with the yes. yeah, all these things, and and like yeah. the, that was like a traveling show that would happen all over the fucking east. And then what happened was, and and not, and not just in the east, but also like uh, they started doing it in California as well. And then what happened was, um, suddenly movies started coming out, and they were like, I I got an idea. Let's take these shows. And put that in the screen so that way we can show it to people. Yeah. And those started becoming Westerns. So that's why the majority of fucking old movies are Westerns. And then they were like, oh, this seems to be popular. Let's try doing it with other things. So they started doing it with like Romans. But it's just the same fucking people who would write the same stories. Yeah. So they're all just making Westerns, but sending them in different, <laughs> different areas. That checks out. Because the Prosperticus is definitely a Western. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like a Western. But instead of Clint Eastwood, it's uh, Kirk Douglas. And he's in a toga. Or whatever the yeah. fuck it was. Your boy, yeah. Kurt Douglas. One of he, back then, but that do you chin, realize man. That, that chin. Do you do you realize that Kurt Douglas was the thick boy of his time, right? And He's... by when I say let me just say this. When I yes. say thick boy, I mean he maybe did like 10 push-ups before they started filming. Yep. And then he would just like pull his shoulders way back and just puff out his chest. Yep. And then suddenly it's like, oh wow, he is in shape, right? 
<laughs> and he's wearing and constantly wearing those like anything around his waist is like above his belly button and like, like it's that kind of like broad chest like old man and uh, it, it, it's yeah. very funny but you know like he, he well, for the time stuff. for the time he was buff like he was a buff guy he was no small yeah. dude you know uh that man also you know he lived to 103 yeah he lived oh, yeah. so fucking long <laughs> yeah Oh yeah. Wild. At the we have a we watched it on um Blu-ray. Andrew has like the Blu-ray set of all of Kubrick's. Ooh, that must have looked movie. amazing. It was really it looked beautiful. It was really it was really really well done, well transferred. But at the end they had like a um an interview with him when he was like 100. You know, like <laughs> he was so old. <sighs> and it, he's you know, it's it's tough cuz he's like having a hard not a hard time talking, but you know, it's like not working as that all that well. Just like anybody who's that old, you know, you can't stay sharp forever, it turns out. Um, but he was just talking about it and he was like, yeah, you know, I've made like however many films he's made, like 50 or 60 films or whatever the fuck the number is. And he's like, and the one that people that everybody's going to remember is Spartacus. And it's true. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that that might be his best one, too. Yeah. You know, it might be. And it's like that that movie has a lot of like good old like 50s actors. You know, it's like Kirk Douglas, Lawrence Olivier, Tony Curtis um got people that you like you would recognize even if you haven't watched a ton of old movies i feel like yeah yeah and it's like it's famous for it's like chariot scene it's famous for the they, like they did they they had some i'm spartacus yes 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 which by the way the movie is like not really a big thing it's like in the middle and it kind of just happens and then you know they're yeah. like fuck and, it, and it's famous for that that uh what do you call it um what's that scene there's a scene at the end where like you just have that fucking trail with all the fucking dead bodies. Yep. Crucified. All the people. Yeah, are crucified. All, the crucified, yeah, that's it. all the crucifixions. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know that Kubrick I, was hired like he like someone. There was another director. Kubrick was hired after. This is one of Kubrick's few hired. This is one of his only his only, I think, uh, hired gun movie where he was just mm-hmm. brought in to be the director. He had no no like. I mean, well, he had say over the script, obviously, but like, yeah, no, there, uh, there are some scenes in the movie that another director did, which is wild. Yeah. 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 No, he did it because so apparently he was under contract with Kirk Douglas as like a, he was supposed to make like 10 films with Kirk Douglas. He ended up making two, one or two, I think. And Kirk Douglas hated him and he released him from the contract because he didn't want to fucking work with him anymore. (laughs) <laughs> Which I think is very, very funny because Kubrick, uh, he is notoriously was notoriously not an easy person to to act I mean, for. Jesus Christ! He, yeah, he used, but, them, you know, he used to make people do like hundreds of takes. Yeah, but at the same time, I get it because it's also like I am a fucking genius. I am, I am the genius here. Yeah. You are merely a vessel. You all you do is you fucking talking to talk, and then half the time I have to re-record you because you didn't even talk about it right. Yeah, <laughs> and I am the one who's putting this entire thing together, and you have the nerve to fucking get mad at me for my process, fucking ignorant piece of shit. Sure. Have you? Have you? You've <laughs> seen? You've seen Spartacus, right? Uh, no, actually, that's one that's in my hole. I've 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 really? wanted to see Spartacus, but the problem is like all these Kubrick films are just not fucking. Streaming. They're not streaming. No, no. It's so fucking frustrating. Yeah, and you it's got, never. Streaming. You're gonna have like, to. You're gonna have to come over Pat- with Alejandro, and you can have a day where you can watch Paths of Glory and Spartacus. It'll be a great day for you. <laughs> yeah, that or I can just borrow the your uh your DVD player and the DVD. <laughs> we don't have a DVD player. We have an Xbox, and it does the things. <laughs> um yeah i don't even anyway. know what words you're using right now yeah it's fine uh anyway spartacus i i'm surprised it was it so it came out in 1960 
Um, I liked it. I thought, I thought it was good. I'm glad I saw it. It was, it, it's not like, you know, it's not my genre of film that I would usually go for, but I, I, I liked it. I liked it enough. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, next. Uh, oh, and it's not streaming anywhere. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Perfect. Of course. Yeah. We just, we just you can rent it. it. You can rent it places for like relatively cheap. Um, okay. I'm just going to talk about one more thing. Uh, so we had a little movie night with some friends and they came over and we watched Hocus Pocus 2 on Disney Plus. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, I, I heard, I heard, I heard, go ahead. I heard I, things. Go honestly, ahead. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I thought it was kind of fun. It's a dumb kids movie. It's a, it's absolutely a kids movie. Who cares? It, the original Hocus Pocus wasn't something I saw as a kid. So I have no nostalgia for it. I saw it as an adult. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's a kids, it's a kids horror movie or whatever. Like it's whatever, you know. I'm surprised. I've I've heard really bad, like really bad things nah, about it. Like, I, it's I, really, I, I think really that's bad. unfair. I think it was fine. It's got it's uh, I, I think the the rating it has on like IMDB and Rotten Tomatoes, which is like a six out of ten and a sixty-four percent. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Middle like higher middling. That's good. Relatively me uh, the good side of mediocre. I would say. Do you think this is a lot of people who are like, they, uh, man, I loved Hocus Pocus one. And this yes. ruined its memory. Yes, 100%. These are the people. These are people who are just like, bro, did you do you really yeah. remember Hocus Pocus one or you want to remember it? I, the thing about it is like there are some movies that you watch as a kid and they're just like imprinted in your brain and they're good and you can't you're never going to shake that. Right. So like yeah. like I didn't see the Goonies until I was an adult. I really didn't like it. I thought it was mm-hmm. terrible. And it was just me being like, what the fuck is going like, what is going on? I and mean, it's really bad. It's, it's really, really bad. bad. It's really bad. And I saw it's it really as a kid, yeah. but I didn't think it was bad as a kid. I rewatched it as an adult and was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, right. Like people, people have a lot of nostalgia for it. And I understand it's a shitty movie that you saw when you were a kid. I have, I have a lot of weird movies like that. Like Twister for some reason. It's yeah. <laughs> but anyway. It's because Twister is a great movie. Okay. It is, it is a good movie. God damn it. Anyway. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it's getting a lot of shit and it doesn't need a lot of shit. It's exactly on par with the kind of movie that it is. Um, so yeah. That's, uh, it's on Disney Plus as well. Would so. you say it's like the chick Ghostbusters? No. Where like all these people loved the kid, the, all, all these people have fond memories of the original Ghostbusters, so they're not allowing themselves to enjoy the the Ghostbusters with chicks. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> if that's what this, you is, this is something that you've said before. What yeah, are yeah, you yeah, accusing me of? I'm not accusing you. I thought you were going to go somewhere else with it. Um, Why do you always think that I'm going to do something terrible? Uh, I have. We have many hours of recorded <laughs> recorded conversations. Now I. Personally, I hated the Chick Ghostbusters. I didn't even see it. <laughs> all right. The moment I saw, oh, chicks, I was like, I hate this with all my might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna message. You were actually DM. you were picketing outside the outside the uh, movie I, theater, right? I, I slid into all the DMs of the chicks who were in it and told them how <laughs> terrible human beings they were. You, you for quote ruining your childhood. You don't even yes. like Ghostbusters. No, I think it's a terrible movie. But you had to make sure those chicks couldn't have it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. Anyway, that's enough of that. Um, I uh, <laughs> I'm coming uh, at this from a purely misogynistic <laughs> point of view. Okay. So it's nothing to do with my childhood. 
this is everything to do with what I feel about women and why they won't talk to me. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, we okay. we can we uh, should move on because we're oh, only I cracking really, ourselves I, up and nobody I, else. No one's gonna think I this really is funny. Made myself, yeah, but I really made myself laugh hard just now. Um, okay. Anyway, that's it, Berto. So why don't you tell me about what you watched in a little segment to call Berto on the bed? All right. Well, this this week was a little tough just because. Um, Number one, I had the marathon, which <laughs> apparently took up an entire fucking day. Number Wild. two, uh, I have a kid. Yep. And number three, when I do have some free time, me and my chick are just watching Bar Rescue over and over again, which, you know, maybe I'll talk about it next week, depending on what we watch. Okay. So uh, luckily, I saw a couple things the week before, and I was like, oh, let me just bank these. And I was like, thank God I banked these. So I'm going to start with a little movie, Dragon. Yes. Uh, I watched on the Netflix machine, Dragon. Yes. You told me to watch a Stanley Kubrick film, right? Uh, yeah. And it's a World War One based film. Uh huh. Well, guess what I did? I what? watched a World War One based film that's not done by uh not done by Stanley Kubrick. I picked yep. a different one. Yeah. I watched uh, a little movie, Dragon, on Netflix. It's called All Quiet on the Western Front. This is a German movie that they uh they actually dubbed into English. So it actually came out pretty good, but it's based on the book. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I kind of remember parts of the book. I read it, of course, at the best time when it is to uh, the, the best time to read a, a book about World War One is when children are most interested in it. So when they're 12, <laughs> that's when I read it. So I have very few nerd. memories. Of this. Yeah. I mean, why? Why? Why would you wait until they're like 18, 19, where that's where the character is? And that way it kind of makes more sense to them. Yep. So they understand the bleakness of what's going on. Yep. No, give them to them. Give it to them when they're 12, when they have no sense of what the fuck the world is about. I didn't I didn't read this. That when their empathy isn't even developed yet. Yeah. When you're just like, this is a war book and it doesn't even have, it's barely about the war, bro. <laughs> but um, the things I do remember, uh, like I will say, like I, I remember a few things differently. Mm -hmm. the, the main thing I remember is like in the book, the uh, like they kind of talk about how the main character is like a, uh, it turned into like a machine. So he likes has the ability to have like empathy and feel for the other people. But then like immediately it goes away because of all the fucking shit that happened to him during the war, basically. Because of all but the horrible, just, horrible things that happen yeah, in, in trench it, warfare. It, yeah, it's one of those like war is hell books and yeah. no one should go through it. Yeah. Um. The book, the the book, the the movie is much like that, but they also add the element of like, oh, they're negotiating for the armistice, but mm -hmm. then there's like these people who just like, how dare we stop? You know, how why would we stop this? We should wait for the next the next shipment of fucking yep. young kids so we can just send into the fucking you know the the meat grinder to fucking have murdered. For I no just, I just, I just like the idea that, like, okay, so the last fifty platoons of eighteen-year-olds that we sent in here didn't do it. Maybe uh -huh. the next fifty will. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's obviously, once we get the <laughs> next crop of fifteen-year-olds, then it's gonna go. Yes, yes, we just went through a fucking winter that was dubbed the turnip winter. <laughs> All right. But don't worry. The next crop is going to be good. And then it's going to, you know, we're going to turn the tide and we'll fucking walk, march into Paris. Yeah, it'll be totally fine. Totally. It'll work. It'll work. Anyway, uh, so you watch the movie. I watched the movie. Very, I, I liked it a lot, but this is definitely a dad film. Yes. <laughs> this is this is a movie that you have to like really like war movies and stuff like that. Uh, it did a lot of good things. It had some very good imagery. I really liked the battle scenes, the trench warfare and like the whole bleakness of like, what the fuck why am i even in here why yeah. what are we doing what is yeah. going on and just this thing of like trying to live and then suddenly be like 
all right, now everyone has to go run at that. And you're just kind of like, like you, they turned them into zombies where they're just like, okay, I'm going to go yeah. do this. I'm not even going to question it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just and it's just it like, I don't care if I live or die, whatever. Yeah. Well, it's I that. mean, there's a, the, I, I feel like um, Paths of Glory and All Quiet on the Western Front are kind of like talked about in the same because they're like the two like World War One movies about like the bleakness and like not it's mean, a well, uselessness of a, most of what they did in World War One. Well, a this one just came out, so but I I know it just. Like, I thought Paths this was World. I thought this was a uh, uh, old. No, this one just came out on Netflix. Oh. Yeah. So there there was a there was a different there was a movie th- this this was a movie before but it, it was oh, okay. probably popular but it, this one just came out on Netflix. Okay. They then they they did they, they did change a couple of things, but um yeah, it's just this concept of like what the fuck are you what do we what were they doing what were you guys doing and then you kind of look at war now and you're like what what are you guys doing <laughs> what are you guys what it's almost it's almost like that's kind of what we've been doing the whole time to- like the whole time like <laughs> dragon it just makes you think like war what is it good for absolutely nothing that's how the song goes <laughs> wow goddamn that's good that's how the song goes bro. hold on let me let me write that down I, I should turn that into like a poem or a song or something 1930 is what it runs from the original all quiet on the western front the original uh, movie. okay okay yeah and that's like right after the book so but yeah. yeah no there's one that came out that just came out on netflix so uh yeah if you're into war movies i i recommend it if you but it was really good uh all right let's move on dragon okay let's move on with what i like to call a bunch of crap Okay, sounds good. <laughs> so that's your that's your favorite genre. <laughs> it is actually my favorite genre. All right. On Amazon Prime, I watched Cabin Fever 2, Spring Fever. Oh man. Now wait, spring fever or spring break? Spring fever. Oh. It's a play on spring break. I yes, I get it. Thank you. But um, you're welcome. I know you're welcome. So this movie is uh, a lot. So I, I remember I, a couple of weeks ago I talked about Cabin Fever one. So mm-hmm. I watched Cabin Fever too. Um, it's much in the same vein where it's kind of like it's comedic in terms of like it's just so over the top. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I liked it, but it was definitely not as much as the first one. Uh, and it just had some funny elements to it that made me that made me personally chuckle. <laughs> but if you're into like horror movies that are very gory and like teen based, then yeah. I, you know. It's not a bad, not a bad pick. Is he, it he Eli Roth? Worse. No, he was not involved in this one. Okay, but is the first one? In fact, Eli Roth? Dragon. Guess, uh, yes. Okay. This one was directed by Ty West. No which shit. Now that I'm looking at, it, yeah. Now that I'm now that I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, wow, that's actually yeah, it's very Ty Westy. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Your boy, Dragon. Your yeah. favorite boy. I think was this one of his first movies. I was actually curious. Maybe. I'm looking it up right now, so I need you to uh, you know, distract Fill the time. audience. Fill time, I, Fill I remember. Time. I remember nope, the first. He actually did. The, he directed this right after uh, House of the Devil. Your favorite movie. That, he directed that piece this. Of shit. I'm sorry. Wait. Are you? Did you just say he directed Cabin Fever two, after yes. he directed House of the Devil? Like literally, they came out the same year. Oh, okay, okay. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah. I remember. So, I remember know. liking Cabin Fever. Uh, yeah, it was good. This Cabin Fever two. I will say this: Cabin Fever two substantially better than uh house of the devil <laughs> you shut up <laughs> you're such a baby <laughs> uh all right let's move on okay next dragon <clears throat> excuse me next next dragon i'm gonna stay on uh 
<laughs> super crappy Amazon Prime corner. Amazon Prime. Little... Let me tell you, Amazon Prime has been really bad for horror movies lately. It's it's pretty bad. It's pretty really bad. Yeah. Um, I watched a little movie called Fear Farm, still spelled P H A R M. Nice. Now, what this is is a bunch of kids go to a fucking corn maze. Okay. For a fucking like festival or whatever, and okay. uh, you know, oh here. Here's the special section. You five get the special section. And then it turns out that's just filled with like homicidal killers. Now, it's only an hour and 20 minutes. Perfect. Love it. They capture the kids and kill them. And then they they peel their skin off to make some type of face cream or some shit. Oh, that's where the farm with the pH comes mm-hmm. in. Okay. I thought, yeah. it, I thought it was going to be like they did a bunch of drugs and it made them crazy. Yeah. So I will say it's an hour and 20 minutes perfect amount of time yep still a bad movie but at least i'm like at, at least by the time i was like man i'm getting bored of this i was like oh there's only 20 minutes left perfect perfect absolutely so, perfect that, that's the yeah. nice thing about a short movie and and i had a couple of fun scenes i had a couple of com- comedic scenes i had a lot of like scenes where i'm just like what the fuck are they talking about this is stupid so but, it sounds um, like 10 out of 10 you recommend <laughs> 10 out of 10 no it's, i would give it like i think let's see like imdb has it as like a four out of 10 so uh-huh. I, I would give it that that, that's a that's a decent way you could definitely do worse yeah i wouldn't be talking about there trust me trust me dragon yep there's a lot of shitty movies that i've seen that i'm like i'm not even gonna talk about this on the podcast because i'm embarrassed to i haven't mentioned it i am not surprised i there there's there's stuff that i watch too that i'm like nah there's just no reason to talk about it because it's like wasn't even that fun to watch so why would i why would <laughs> i <right>. bother <laughs> yeah but all those are because it's like oh this one was over this one was 92 minutes shitty mm-hmm. movie all right, next dragon. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go to your favorite segment, Joe Bob Corner. Oh, yes. uh, and I saw a little movie called Death by Temptation. Death spelled D E F. Lots of like word puns for some yeah, reason. Yeah, right. Um, and this was, uh, I did not enjoy this movie, but because it, it, it felt like just a series of like scenes. Mm hmm. It was from 1990, and it was like an all like an all an all black production, and it was very like artsy. Yeah, and I was like, I I appreciate the effort, but I I personally didn't like it, but I can see why some other people would like it. Okay, but it's basically just this, I guess, a vampire a temptress. I don't know what the fuck you would call her. Uh, right. I know a puta is just seducing men and then like killing them, taking their blood and shit. I wonder. And then one guy this. has to like. Yeah, probably if you've seen enough Joe, you've seen all the Joe Bobs, you probably forgot about it already. But yeah, it just was like just a series of scenes. And then at the end, they're like, oh, we got to kill her. And then they try to and fail. And then I, I'm going to be honest, I don't even remember if they kill her at the end. I, you know, it's, I don't think that I, I don't think I've seen the whole movie. I think that I have seen certain scenes from this movie. I mean, I like, probably have seen the whole movie. It's just, it feels like a series of scenes. Yeah. You know what? Had you been listening to me two minutes ago, you would have heard that. You know I don't listen to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. At least not while Alejandro's not here. I know, right? Alejandro's not here. I don't even have anything to look at. My attention's wandering. Okay, go. (laughs) All right. Let's move on. And then for my second, the second movie I saw on in Joe Bob Corner, a little movie dragon called The Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane. Dragon. I saw, I I definitely saw this one. Um, How do I put this? Yeah. This was a fucking weird movie. And let me just say this. At the end of the movie, I was like, I don't know what the point of this movie was. Like, I don't know what they're trying to say. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, I do. I do know what you movie, mean. Yeah. 
like i yeah i don't understand what the what you're trying to say with this movie because it was definitely a movie where it's like there's a lot of like people in the same room mm-hmm. talking to each other mm-hmm. and i was and normally in those movies you're trying to say something it's it's almost i i kind of was like is this supposed to be like a coming of age film no because there's but no coming not. of age yeah it's not but it's, like, I feel like whenever you have a whenever you have like a protagonist that's like twelve, right? Mm-hmm. Like Jodie Foster is like you just kind of assume that it's supposed it's to be about growing up, yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't really happen. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck movie was about, but I liked it a lot. I did too. I did too. I liked it and a lot. I will say probably ninety percent of that is because Jodie Foster is twelve years old in this, and I'm like, holy fuck, she is really fucking good at twelve did, years old. Did you freak out at the like almost nude scene with Jodie Foster and you're just no like, because ah. you no because I, no, I because told you, you uh, yeah. Although had I not known that, I would have just like turned away and just been like, oh, what the fuck, dude? We me and Andrew were like, whoa, 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 scrub this, <laughs> scrub this from fucking Prime or Tubi the, or whatever the fuck the it's thing, on. The thing about it is like. You know, Jodie Foster is like 12 years old when they film it and she looks young and then her sister doubled for her who was technically an adult at the time, but she still looks very young. Yeah, it was kind of creepy. It was really creepy. It was I didn't really like it at all. creepy. And the whole, there's like a pedophile. The whole, you, you really had a theme today. <laughs> yeah, Martin Sheen, Martin Sheen, oh, well, don't go on to it later, but yes, Martin Sheen was a fucking pedo who just wanted to crush that young he was trying so hard it's just like bro he was really trying hard to caduce that and i was just like bro and i just like that everybody including his mother was like yeah he's gonna try and fuck this child what can you do and everyone's just like well you know (laughs) my hands are tied (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) what What can i do could i (laughs) if only i could like somehow (laughs) stop him from going there so but weird. you know what? I might. I can't. My hands yeah. are tied. Hands are tied. Hands I feel like. Tied. I feel like that's if only how people... we knew a police officer who came to this house multiple times. Who knew? And then tell him like, who hey, knew the pedophile wanted to come hey, to this house to yeah, rape this then child. Tell him like, hey, you know this pedo is trying to come to this house to yep. rape this child, right? And he's like, yes. It's like if only we could do that. <laughs> Probably he could do something about it. But Bruno, oh, well. his hands are tied. His hands are well, actually, literally, because it's like you can't just arrest something someone for nothing for for, for, for being a pedo <laughs> yeah no you can't arrest for some someone for not doing something that's you know true. what i mean that's you'd have true. to wait until the action or at least the attempt i don't know i feel so, like a lot of that was kind of an attempt <laughs> but it wasn't it was nothing like that would hold up in court no 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 well the the, the well you know he's done this to many other girls so like, what he, he should have done what what Go. he should have done is done the uh like to catch a predator thing yeah that's it. and then they should have caught him easily yeah, that, that, is, that is accurate accurate uh, uh, but yeah I liked, I liked it a lot i like i really liked it a lot it was yes. like such an interesting movie and again i Super i weird. when the movie finished i'm like uh, there was no growth of the character yeah there was no no one learned anything the only thing that was learned was us when we found out why yep. she was in this situation and there's that's a, it there's a mild twist and then you're like oh yeah that checks out and then you're like okay <laughs> well i mean i guess she learns to trust one person yeah and i'm like you two are way too young to be trusted with this responsibility yep. so i still feel un- uneasy about it yep but like, i think that's I, how you're I, supposed to leave it it's a weird movie 
That's like one of Jodie yeah. Foster's. It's her first movie or one of her first movies. She That's does like true. that movie and then like Taxi Driver, and you're just like, what the fuck? What are they doing to this fucking girl? For real. Like For also, Jodie Foster's pretty normal. Given given what happened to her. Well, given the movies or that she given in. the movies that she was in, yeah. I mean, part of that is like she was like mildly protected from some of the worst parts. Okay, um, I hope so. Well, that's what that in Lolita we can talk about it, but oh, that that's dragon. sort of also similar. Yeah, this movie came out the same year as Taxi Driver. Yeah, yeah, and then she did Freaky Friday. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Quite the career, I am, right? I am frankly amazed that can you she's imagine, not a crazy person. Can you? I mean, she kind of is a little bit, right? She's like eccentric. She? I think. I think she's eccentric, or or um, not eccentric. Uh like a quiet like she's not she doesn't put herself in the spotlight which i guess is yeah. what you want no that's what i'm saying she's pretty much normal yeah um yes, anyway wait i was gonna say something what was it what mm-hmm. was it what were you gonna say oh about the, the oh you would think you the... would think her you would think her parents would read the script and be like nah <laughs> find an 18 year old yeah <laughs> for that real. looks young uh but i guess her sister did kind of do that anyway okay you can move All right, on next. I'll, I'll do one more since we're staying on a theme today. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'll talk about a little movie called Designed to Kill. Okay. Um, I only it's on Tubi. Uh-huh. I only watched this movie because it. Uh, sorry. How, because how did this get made? Is going to do this movie, and they were like, "This is this movie is fucking insane." And let me just say this: it is fucking insane. It's about a a, a photographer yep. who freaks out and loses her job because okay. she that gets jealous because she's banging one of the models and she gets jealous that like the mo- that model is like looking at another girl okay. and then she loses her t- photography job gets hired by as a gets hired by a, a high school okay to teach the kids photography and like then falls for one of the high school kids who's 17 oh, no. and turns him into a world famous model and then this other girl who who's also there who's also like ner- by the way this guy's like nerdy they literally do the she's all that thing where they just take off his glasses and cut oh, his hair and suddenly like he's it. a supermodel love it and then they do it a second time with <laughs> another girl where it's like you are the nerdiest person i've ever seen oh my god this the, the glasses came <laughs> off you are the most gorgeous woman i've ever seen in my life i love it <laughs> and and anyway she's banging this seven she's obsessed with the 17 year old but and, during the movie she becomes 18 so i guess that's okay yeah no that's fine the second they're 18 it's fine yeah but anyway i actually i will say this i enjoyed this movie for its craziness and its stupidity so you know right. I, if, if you ever want to watch a movie you're just like i just want a movie that's fucking i just want to watch it and laugh mm-hmm. this is for a crazy bad movie this is perfect for it that's perfect right. for that, how that's this right. i like this i like this anyway we're watching this movie for next week's podcast <laughs> <laughs> Deal, all right. I guess. All, right, all right all right so that that concludes my week dragon okay Okay, so let's do it. Let's let's fucking hit this one out of the park, Dragon. Let's <laughs> let's fucking round third and just take it home. Go. All right, yeah. let's do a, our final segment, a little segment we like to call Dragon at the Movies. Dragon, yes. What movie did we watch this weekend? Okay, so this is my pick, and since I'm doing all the Kubricks, I wanted to pick a Kubrick that I thought would be fun for us to discuss. We've already done The Shining, so you know it will it will do. I figured. Did we, we do, do The Shining? Yeah, we did The Shining. Didn't we? No. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you sure we didn't do the shining for the podcast? I'm gonna Google it right now. I'm gonna Google. <laughs> did Dragon at the movies do the shining? Wow, I really, really, really thought we did the shining. No. I mean, we've both seen it like individually, but 
Did we talk about it on here? Oh, maybe we talked about it when I when I watched it forwards and backwards at the same time. Yeah. And I'm just No, we we okay. both we have both talked about I'll say this. We've both talked about it on this because we've both seen it, but yeah. in the in the meantime, okay. but okay, we have not done it as well, a dragon. As one of our dragon Well, that makes sense because it's probably not streaming anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kubrick movie. Of course it's not streaming. <laughs> it's only Criterion and nothing else. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I chose Lolita. I thought this would be if I went to discuss, maybe I had never seen it. So it's kind of a shot in the dark. Um, so it is uh, from 1962, comes in at a cool two hours and 30 minutes. It's directed by Stanley Kubrick, obviously. And it's starring James Mason, Sue Lyon, Shelley Winters, and Peter Sellers. Um, all right, Brita, you want to drag it to the movies? You are for really loving. Let me just say this. You are yeah. really loving these these two and a half hour movies huh i just i i know i and it's so unlike me too it's so unlike me sometimes when i when i panic and i didn't think of a movie for this i i google uh 90 minute movies <laughs> <laughs> and right. then I, I picked okay anyway um give so, me a dragon at the movie synopsis okay. so a lo- world famous <laughs> dragon at the movie synopsis so lolita is essentially about a uh a um man who falls in love with his um his i guess landlord's 14 year old daughter to such an extent that he marries his landlord (laughs) so just so he can be closer to her and then ends up stealing her and uh having like a really jealous weird sexual relationship with her that's only implied because this was during the time when the they had what is it called the something code where you couldn't even show like two like a bed that a married couple would sleep in you know like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I forget that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like some type of code. Yeah, I, I, can't I can't remember what it is. I can't either. Um, but anyway, that's uh that's what yeah. Lolita's about. I mean, you barely described the movie, but all right. I mean, that's the, the, the gist. Also, of it. what's the most important thing that you you forgot? Uh, I don't know. And hilarity ensues. Yeah. And you know what? Can we say this about this movie? Yeah. Hilarity does ensue. It is funny. It's a funny movie. This is a it is a comedy. Comedy. This This is is a comedy dragon. It's so weird that Lolita is a comedy. I remember you told me, Berto, what's the funniest thing in the world? And I'm like, what? (laughs) A 50 plus year old? No, he's. I'm gonna say he's over 50. A 50 plus year old man uh wanting to fuck a 12 year old and i'm like you know what I, I i'll agree with you that's pretty funny hilarious the premise <laughs> i mean jesus i'm classic on the floor. classic comedy premise <laughs> classic hollywood comedy <laughs> okay so the weirder part to me is that this movie is not listed as a comedy it's listed as a drama slash romance movie which is ridiculous <laughs> i mean i was like romance for who <laughs> there's no fucking romance it's fucking weird as fuck there's no romance this movie is not a romance movie okay well, what would you classify this as i it is it is literally a it's like a dramedy i would say it's I, straight I if wanna... you, it's like the definition of a dramedy isn't it here's the thing i want to call it a dark comedy but it's not dark it's not dark comedy. It is like normally are, dark comedy. You're making fun of the absurdity. Yes, yes, yes no. So he like, just straight up. This is straight up a comedy. Yeah, he doesn't even. He doesn't even play like it's it's. But it's a comedy where everything is played straight, except for Peter Sellers. Almost everything, but yeah, 
Yeah. There's a couple of slapstick moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's Peter Sellers, yeah, right? That's like him doing his weird voices and his fucking like it's just so oh, it, and it makes yeah, and it makes me think of like um what's it called? The Doctor Strange Love. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, Kubrick has a weird fucking sense of humor. He does, yeah. Can we just say that? He can find he's finding comedy in like weird, crazy things. Yeah. And I will say that like as I'm fucking watching this, I'm like, yo, this is this movie is fucking crazy in the fact that the jokes that they're making. Yeah. This movie would be would not even be allowed these days. And I'm surprised it's not off. It's it, they didn't just take it off HBO. I I truly it's wild. Like there is so many. The tagline for this movie is like I can't believe they made this movie. Right? Like, that, that's literally the tagline for the movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let, let's let's so, talk about this. All right? Okay. So the so, movie is based on a book, right? Correct. Do you know about this book? I know. I I vaguely know about it. I've never read it. <laughs> I believe it's a Russian book, right? It's by a Russian writer, but I think he's actually Russian American. I don't think okay. he. I don't know that he's actually Russian Russian. You know, that would that would make sure sense because in the book it like happens in in like the Northeast. I think in New Hampshire. It's New Hampshire. Yeah. It's New Hampshire. Well, oh, it's New Hampshire in okay. the movie, so I'm assuming it's New yeah. Hampshire. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say yes. You know what? Yeah. Without any facts, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. Because you know me, I hate facts. Yes, you do hate facts, and I will not okay. Google it. <laughs> now, do you know why the book is famous? Um. So I, my understanding is that the writer was like vaguely famous, right? And he's a very, very good writer. Like people yeah. really liked him. So he was challenging himself to write a book with like a really shitty protagonist. Yeah, but also there's like a little a little twist in the book. I don't know what the twist is. The, the thing is that like it's told from Humbert's point of view. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That I yeah. know. And it's so, like internal, right? It's like mostly yeah. his internal running dialogue. It's, it's him basically like writing the diary of how it happened. Yeah. And like he's basically so the entire time he's trying to like just like the book is of him just like talking about this stuff and then justifying it and all that stuff and like being like, okay, but you know, it's okay because of this and like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. like and that that was part of it. And it's also partly like him being like this, this, this uh, 12 year old girl was seducing me and then she cheated (laughs) on me and did all this other thing. So it's like it's definitely told from his point of view. It's just like the person he's talking about winds up being fucking like well, like a I twelve bet year old he, child. <laughs> I bet you he wrote the book with like eighteen and then went. You know, it would be really funny. <laughs> I don't he know. Just changed it to twelve. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think that's like, true. I think he wrote it like that because he was like, "Let's see where this no, goes." But like the the protagonist, Humbert. Yeah. Who, by the way, Humbert Humbert is the made up name. So because yes. I was reading about the book and apparently it's not like actually his name. It's the name that they that because it's it's basically like hey everyone we found this book about from this pedophile um and here's the book we've changed his name to humbert humbert for this book so it's almost like it's almost like a fake prologue trying to tell you that this is a found book it's like a found footage it's like a found footage book (laughs) yeah yeah like that okay Um, (laughs) that's weird i didn't know that that was like that the setup yeah yeah, like it, it, like there's a whole prologue that explains like this is for a book from this is like from the diaries of a man who uh, was put who's gonna be who was in jail and was gonna go to whatever prison for banging yeah. a twelve year old or some for shit. pedophilia. It turns out. Um, no, I said I think for murdering the other guy. But, uh, um, oh right, right, right. I forgot all about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and they're like okay, but in his defense, the other guy was also a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, just saying, just saying. 
I mean, let's we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into okay, it. Okay. Okay. But and before this, say this. Let's 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 just say this, Dragon. I'm gonna give out a, a red star warning to everyone. <laughs> I am gonna get canceled for this. I I am gonna get so canceled for this. Okay, because I'm gonna be saying some crazy things. So the if you have a problem thing. with that, do me a favor. Email the dragon, and she <laughs> will read them, and then she'll try to explain them to me. But I'll like not pay attention. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what'll happen. Um. <laughs> So my okay, so this movie starts with Humbert killing Peter Sellers. Yes. The writer. We're we're introduced to him like he's like a TV writer, but he's seemingly mm-hmm. very famous, which I think is funny. Yeah. Um, but also I'm also like, I didn't I I'll be honest, I didn't like that intro. I didn't mind it. I, I didn't I mind it. Didn't I wasn't like expect I wasn't expecting it, you know. I, I honestly would have felt better if they just started with the story instead of starting here and then like, all right, let's go back. I feel like that's something that like someone else would have told Kubrick to do. No, I, I don't actually, know if he had full. No, 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 Kubrick. The, uh, okay, so this movie is was Kubrick tried to make this movie for years. He was mm-hmm. doing Spartacus trying to make this movie the whole time. Okay. Like he he took Spartacus like in order to make this movie. Like he gotcha. he literally like this book came out and Kubrick went, I have to make this a film for some mm-hmm. reason. This speaks to me. <laughs> Which is like, I'm like, Stanley Kubrick, like, what? Chill, chill out. What happened with this one? And that this is I, the one I'm gonna, you wanted to make. So here's the thing: I could easily just be like, "Fucking Hollywood's filled with pedophiles," which apparently they are. But um, I'm gonna go with the. I bet you he read it and was like, "This is a comedy, and no one is acknowledging it." Yeah, I have to show people the comedy yes. in this. Well, also, like, you don't. You, you, nobody thinks about it, but like Kubrick, all of his films are are like based on things. Like they're all like based on books or other IP. Like he he doesn't really he doesn't really like write his own stuff. You know, like he adapts things. Two thousand one is okay. adapted. Uh, Lolita is adapted. The Shining is adapted. Um, I think The Killing is adapted. Like all of these are you know. Spartacus is a boats boats movie. Spartacus is a boats movie exactly. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is a boats movie. I mean, technically, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's greatly exaggerated, but yeah. Yeah. Wait, well, whatever, whatever. Um, but anyway, yeah. It's like a. It's interesting. It's interesting that somebody that we think of was like this, like auteur filmmaker, you know, just like steal not steals his shit, but like kind of like a Clockwork Orange. It's, just, it's, it's a book. It's a book. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that's like, I never thought about that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. And it, I didn't realize um, that until we started. I started listening to the blank check episodes about about Stanley Kubrick, and I was like, "Oh shit, it is all adapted from books, mostly." To say not all of it, but like now that you mention it, a majority of these are kind of adapted from those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, you're right. Interesting. Um, anyway, yeah, so I, the point point being, he he like he wanted to make this movie, and it took him years to do it. Okay. I don't know. I like something about that intro. I just didn't, I was like, I would have liked this better at the end when I actually understood the characters and what was going on. They yeah. kind of just like dropped this in there. Didn't really explain anything. And then to the point where he was, he pulled out the gun and I was like, is he really going to kill him? I don't know. Yeah. Like I have no fucking idea, but it also like, I, I feel like he probably filmed it and then was like this, this ending doesn't really work here. It's not yeah. like the, 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 the ending should be when he leaves, when yeah. she leaves. But one of uh, one of the things one of the things they were talking about on Blank Check is that they think that I can't just, remember. Just listen to Blank Check. Why don't you just play Blank Check over this? How's that sound? I, I mean, honestly, ahead, it's great. No, it's no, a no, great on, episode. Of it. You should listen to it. It's really good. But um, the, I, it's I'm talking about how he like uh, it like creates this tension because like 
you you know that like this is the end point and you're like how the fuck did we get here and then you get to like kind of watch that unfold and watch humbert just be like a fucking Maybe. bumbling like gross <laughs> pedophile trying to fake it till he made it like the whole time it's maybe so... uh, yeah maybe maybe in 62 that was a little more yeah. I, I don't know maybe it's like i've seen it too many times where i was just like whatever yeah i don't know i did i did point out that it definitely felt like that that, that whole scene just felt like a like a noir film it did yeah you know well I mean? I mean but that makes sense because like a lot of what kubrick did before this before spartacus and it was, noir Glory was noir yeah the first first two were kind of the like kind of noir type movies okay yeah but uh but you're not yeah. wrong that it does have like a definitely a noir bench to it okay but the rest of the movie um, doesn't <laughs> no no not at all um but yeah he basically we're introduced to the humbert and he's just like <laughs> kind of walking in being like oh yeah this room okay whatever he's the and kind of the mother he's the kind of guy who it's so I, I I like seeing characters like this that are like feel like so true to life, but like exaggerated in like the perfect ways. Right. He's just the kind of guy that you feel like you could cut him in line and he would say something, but it wouldn't matter. Like he wouldn't actually yeah. be able to do anything. About like, it, hey, right? what'd you do that for? And like, not I'd even just that. Turn around, but like, I would just turn around, shrug my shoulders and he'd be like, oh, well. Yeah, and that would be it. But he'd be really upset about it, right? But he like wouldn't yeah. do it. Like that would be it. Like he'd be internally yes. upset. He's and a he's... very realistic character. Yes, and but just like bu- kind of like bumbling in a weird way, and it, it, very professorial. You know, like um, what's his face? James Mason is very bright. You know, he it like works. It, he works really well as Humbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, and, I, I agree. Yeah, he, he does. And he's like British or whatever. Anyway, uh, it's like, you know. Well, I mean. Here's the thing. I always, I like, this is part of my belief. British people pretend to talk like that. It's not real. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. You say it every time. Every time. Yeah, I know. But I just want to reemphasize it. It's not fucking I, real. It, I don't believe those accents. I just, have like, you heard them speak? It fucking sounds ridiculous. Shut up. I just like, I like him like clearly being so put off by this adult woman, right? And that, that like, carry, I mean, that scene wants, carries. I mean, she is so fucking thirsty. I, at she one point, wants to fuck. At one point in my notes, I wrote down, Every single man wants to fuck Lolita and every single woman wants to fuck Humbert. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. Any woman that is like but she remotely also wants to fucking... available Sorry. wants to fuck Humbert. Even the but swingers she... want to fuck Humbert. But she also wants to fuck, uh, what's his name? Peter Sellers. Yeah, she does. She I, think she, fuck I, mean, I think she did think, fuck Peter I think Sellers. She, I think it was heavily implied that she did fuck Peter Sellers. Yeah, it is. But here's the thing, Dragon. She's just like, I got this puss and it's got to be crushed. I got, she's, I mean, she's the poor woman's like, been a widow for like six problem. years. She's like, I got a big problem. Yeah. Okay. I need a gadushin happening. Widows need, <laughs> widows need love too. All right. That's a long time. That's a long time to go dry. <laughs> so I just love, I just love that. Like how put off Humbert is from every adult woman. Like you can just see yeah. it. You see that he was like, ew. Like, icky. He's just like, Oh God, I don't want to be bothered with these fucking with these old, old ladies. Gross. She's mm-hmm. like 30. <laughs> the Disgusting. Fuck <laughs> Who would, who thinks that's attractive? And then you get introduced to Lolita by him, like being shown like on a tour of this house that he doesn't want to live in. It's like a boarding house, and mm-hmm. she, the the uh, Shelley Winters who plays the widow, Lolita's mom, yeah, is like, oh yeah, that's my daughter over there. Anyway, and yeah, I was like, Shelley Winters, pay attention. This guy wants to fuck your child, and it's yeah, clear it wasn't him, uh, from the Suline, Suline? Huh? yeah. 
because immediately he's just like staring uh, at her and, like, and then immediately he's like uh, uh, uh when can i move in yeah immediately oh uh, how much like, oh yeah of course of course i'll pay that yeah, yeah. like he is just willing to do anything for fucking Chris that wild. young person by the way how old was did they ever say how old the leader was supposed to be in this so they i i i don't know if they did but i know so in in blank check they talked about it like it was a set fact that she was 14 in the movie 12 in the book 14 in the movie that that uh kubrick had aged her up to 14 because it was less creepy than 12 i mean okay but i don't remember them actually saying her age so i was thinking that too i'm like i don't think they mentioned her age i only think they picked 14 because they're like well she's in high school yeah and so like it can be less... sounds about right yeah 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 about it... right for this yes um she the the actress sue lyon is 16 and also also because if you fast forward four years okay now she's married which means she legally has to be 18 18. at least yeah so um uh, yeah she how old was sue lyon 16 at the time 16 yeah 16 16 let me just say this i i feel like we lose a lot by not hiring someone who looks uh, by not hiring jodie foster (laughs) how old was jodie foster at this time this came out in uh, negative. <laughs> I think she was like five. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. They Kubrick should have just waited. He should have just waited. You know what? Here's the thing. I feel like, and maybe this is crazy. Let me just say this. Um, okay. Oh no! Whatever you're about in, to say is horrible. By the way, Go. She was born in 1962. Fuck. Jodie Foster. He should have waited 12 to 14 years. He would have made it. Here's the thing. I think that Jodie Foster, being let's say three months. Mm-hmm. She could have played 12 and we all would have believed it. Based so here, on the fucking last movie I saw, I think she could fucking play anything. <laughs> so here's the thing about Sue Lyon. I, I think she did great, right? She's like a, a great Lolita. Great Lolita. Yes, yes. But, but uh, the thing is, sorry. She ahead. seemed too adult. I, I, that's what I was going to say. Like, as I'm watching this, I'm like, I could easily, like, they could have said she was 18 and I would have been like, uh, yeah, yeah, I buy it. That's the problem. Like, it. you can mistake her for 18. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I feel like so much is like, even in the humor, so much of it is lost. Yeah, because someone walking into this would would probably be like, yeah, she's 18. Yeah, and then they're like, well, I mean, maybe she. It's not until and no, because she was still like, like in school, but it's like, yeah, I, I feel like someone walking in this into this could trick themselves into thinking she's 18. Yeah, you need a and it, you, the it. creepiness goes away. Right. Well, because well, the thing about it is, I think personally. The reason that they didn't do that is because it would make it so distasteful. <laughs> like, 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 at least here you can sort of blame her a little bit, you know? But that's, I feel like that's the comedy that right. Kubrick saw. And when he was like, well, basically what happened is he, they were probably like, look, you either make her 14 or we're not financing this at all. Yeah, and I'm like, sure. I'm sure. Uh, no, they were like, you make her 16 and we're not financing this at all. And he's like, what if I make a 14? And he like haggled it down to 14. <laughs> That's my opinion. And then they were like, I okay, but you can't right. say she's 14. And he's, and like, he's like, all right. And they shook hands. That's yeah. my opinion, because I really think that the comedy that he was going for was 12. Cause in my head, as I'm watching this, I'm thinking, even though I see her as like yeah. 16, 17 in my head, I'm like, I'm telling myself she's 12. Yeah. And, and th- when I'm saying that, I found it funnier personally. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, you know, I could see a version of this movie where um, Sue Lyon is like when Humbert is like fantasizing about her and talking to her, she's this like kind of grown up 
uh Lolita and then when she's like just actually being herself like in the real world you will see her and she's like a child right like I think I, that would be like a one I way that would have been sorry I think what would have been even funnier I don't think that if, would be funnier I think that would be a way to do this to like make it I don't know I think what would be even funnier is if they had if the movie started with Humbert in jail <laughs> explaining what happened and the entire movie is a flashback yeah. so that way when you see this yeah then you're like oh he really thinks that <laughs> this girl is fuckable and she's you know she's 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 like little she's she seduced him because yeah. the entire movie well that's like, his like, that's what, that's like the... what it's supposed to be right lolita is supposed to be the seductress that seduced this man who would never yeah, do this but... before although it's clear from the get before he even sees lolita that he's not interested in this lady fucking throwing herself at him and like that's not to yeah. say that like you know i don't it know be, it, it's but just, still yeah i don't know i've i've like i've seen the comedy in me watching this thinking it's from his point of view yeah because the entire time it's like oh she seduced me by being laying right. there in her bikini <laughs> meanwhile it's like a fucking 12 year old laying there in a bikini like she she's the one who like initiated this by telling me what her and her what her and some dude yep. did at fucking uh camp and it's like oh she's the, she, it was her idea that we had sex yeah yeah, yeah. you know what yeah, i mean sure, like sure. that's that to me is the comedy in this but like i feel like we lose something because it's told as if this is what actually happened rather yeah. than this is what happened from his point of view right, right and then right. like i feel like because i read that about the book before i saw the movie or i knew that of the book before i saw the movie yeah I, it made it funnier to me and i'm like i i wish that the movie could portray that and then yeah i would probably be laughing even well I, everyone else would be laughing as much as well I, here's or a, here, here's at something... least everyone else would understand why i'm laughing and just be like you have a dark twisted sense of humor you piece of shit fair enough well i wonder too like so the this the the book didn't come out too many years before the movie right 55. and the, the book was a huge hit huge yeah. hit so i wonder it came out i wonder if if he was kind of begging it was, uh, on 1950 like, my, yeah, 1955. I heard, I heard I'm going to keep just, saying it until you just, acknowledge it and say, sorry. thank you, Umberto. <laughs> thank, thank you, Umberto, for, for telling me that. that. You can you see me. It. You know that I'm like, looking at <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but what year was that again? 1955. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm sorry. So go I'm wondering ahead. if Kubrick was like, not banking on it, but he could like rest on the fact that a lot of people would have read the book and had the context that they maybe mm, would have needed. That's a good point. That's a good point. Because now like 50 years, 60 years in the future you know yeah it's not okay it's it's it's, it's not as relevant like it's that's not in the ether but lolita lo, like the term lolita the, is right the, yeah but the term lolita is now like his I, view of lolita was yes because he <laughs> he's like she was this seductress meanwhile to me like to me the joke of the movie is that he thinks she was a seductress he's well, telling the story that is the joke of the movie because nothing lolita does in this movie is supposed to seduce him like nothing um, is sexy that she does. She just acts like a. She acts open with him. I would I, say. I, yeah, but like at the same time, she she's the one who initiates the sex. Is the she? first time they crush puss. Yes. The, she goes to sleep. They, it's when they go to the hotel, right? Uh huh. She goes to sleep. The uh -huh. morning, he she wakes up and talks to him, and then she's like, "Hey, do you want to play a game that we play at the camp?" Mm -hmm. And he's like, what game do you play at the camp? And whispers in his ear what it is, which yeah. is implied like we crush puss. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and then she's like, would you like to play the game? And that's when they fade to black. And it's meant to imply that they good good Yeah. Ew. Okay. It, that's yeah. what it's meant to imply. So I wasn't I wasn't sure comedy, about that. The whole comedy of the fucking bit is like, I didn't want to do it. I was a good boy. I was she good. I slept in the cot, it. even though I tried really hard to not sleep in the cot. <laughs> she initiated it. Well, it's not, I yes, was yes. bad. I was a good boy. Yeah, yeah. Like, apparently in the book, he gives her, like, a sedative because he wants her to, like, fucking, you know, go to sleep and then he has his fun with her. Yeah. But um, he didn't give her the right amount, so she stays awake. And then, <laughs> and then she seduces him. That's funny. That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible, but like, and, and, what no, a good no, it's, bit. Let's just like, fucking who gives a shit. Let's fucking say it. It was funny. That's funny. <laughs> but and 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 after that, then she seduces him. I see. Okay. But yeah. like, yeah. Interesting. But, and and then again, the whole time you're like, and the, the, again, the comedy of this is him being like, this fucking bitch seduces me. Yeah. Then she goes off and bangs this other dude behind my back she cheated on me yeah this 14 year old girl cheated on me (laughs) again in my head i was like this 12 year old yeah this 12 year old girl girl who's now been groomed by another adult man (laughs) that was what i was fucking laughing at when i was that's that's why i found this movie so funny to me personally so peter peter sell can we talk about peter sellers in this movie a little bit so Claire, what what is it? Quilty? National treasure. National national treasure. Did, on blank check, they were talking about uh, Peter Sellers quite a bit. And one of the things that they said that I was like, that sounds so incredibly correct, is that Peter Sellers was this person, like in terms of he always was doing a bit and he was never himself. Like there was nothing inside correct. him. If he wasn't That's doing a bit, he was heard. just like a blank fucking nothing. And I was Famous. like- yeah, that sounds I right. I mean, famous comedic actor. He fucking yeah. was in the Pink oh, Panther, yeah. uh, the party, Doctor Strange. He was fucking like seven characters in Doctor yeah. Strange. Also. Yeah, yeah. And he was multiple right, characters. So- well, sort of multiple characters in this one. So this one, when he um when he when he was uh so he gets like introduced, right? And he's like mm-hmm. this like swarthy kind of like big shot TV writer or whatever. And then you see him, well, I mean. He gets shot. But before that, when you were in the flashback in his four years earlier, yeah. right? Um, you see him kind of like be swarthy. And then you see him at the hotel next, right? Where he like yes. happens to run into them. And he's what being he... such a creep. Like the biggest creep in the fucking world. And way, you're he... just like, I, I, the whole time I was like, wait, he's pretending to be a cop? Or are we supposed to think he's a different character? I couldn't tell. No, he's pretending to be a cop because he sees Humbert and immediately is like... He knows. Oh, it takes one to know one. Yes. Guess, guess, guess what I see? Because he's showing up and he's talking about fucking having swinger parties and shit like that and like bringing dudes and broads into fucking banging. So he's like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. I our co-host is showed back. up. Our sweet little co-host up. is back. I can't wait till he has a blowout and you're like, I got, I got to pause it, dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Our co-host is a bathroom. Hi, Bobby. I know he can't hear me, but I want to say hi. Okay, anyway. Okay, let me put the microphone by his ear. Okay. Sorry, the earpiece. Go ahead, dragon. Hi, buddy. How are you? No. Hi, Alejandro. He's a, no, nothing on his face. He's like, nah. okay. no, my gusta. It's okay. He can see you. Yeah. 
All right. So now that our co-host has joined us, let me say some truly horrible things. Yes, please. Please tell me about this pedophile while you're holding your eight-week-old son. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like so. So no, it's 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 we're supposed to take as like uh, Claire Peter Sellers yeah. sees him. Quilty. At, they call him Quilty. Quilty. That's his last name. Quilty yeah. sees him at the hotel, right? Yeah. By chance. By chance, they wind up in the same hotel, and he's yep. like. Oh, I know what's happening here. Even yeah. though, like, when you watch it, I'm just like, I don't see anything weird. I didn't. Nothing I didn't either. Weird. I was like, I was like, uh, Humber is just doing a pretty guy's... good job of of being the guy with his teenage daughter who's like traveling his, and needs to, yeah, with his teenage daughter. It's yeah. like there's nothing creepy. I don't see anything weird about it. No. And he's like, "Do you have but two rooms?" The creep. Like, the... oh, okay. no, they don't have two room. rooms. Do you have a they... cot? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He asks, "Do you have two rooms?" They're like, "No." Do you have a cot? Like, you yeah. know. And in the end of the day, he's like, you know, fucking. It's not weird. I maybe I'll just sleep on. I'll just sleep somewhere else. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I don't yeah, yeah. He's it not out. making a big deal of it. I, right. I wish. I wish that played that a little bit more, where it's like a little creepier. Well, I think. I think that the way the way they made it creepy was you can see Humbert getting more and more flustered the more like the hotel is trying to help him get a cop. You know, and, and like and the more he sees the cops. Exactly. And then where he sees the cops and that's how you get like the creepiness out of it. Because initially, if he had just played it cool, it would have been no problem. <laughs> although, I mean? I, although a reminder, again, this is all told from his point of view. Right. So had we had the context of like he's telling the story, yeah. then we would have been like, oh, um, he in his mind, he's like, I'm playing it cool. Meanwhile, yeah, right. all these people are like this fucking creep. <laughs> I just love the see that's kind of like I like the idea of the cuts from like Humbert's point of view to like actual reality where it's just like yeah. it's just the it's just like the hotel like uh front desk guy being like like calling a cop over right after Humbert leaves to be like uh I think that guy's about to rape that child. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she's being trafficked. Can you help her? <laughs> yeah, for real. Look, I, I just get the impression that like whatever Humbert is doing in his head is like not not correct. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah. Oh, dragon. Uh, one other thing I ch- did check on, and yeah. uh, did you know that? And there's mostly takes place in New Hampshire, right? Yeah, it does. Age of consent. Age of consent in New Hampshire is 16. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> well, thank you for bringing that. What was it in 1962? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look it up that much. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't want to. Don't want to be asked questions by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so basically, it's again, it's implied, and so she, she, she's the one who initiates it, and then they curse, creepy, creepy, and then she um, finds out her mom is dead. Yeah, in which case, I, I remember, I literally wrote in my, uh, God damn it, it's, see, this is why I shouldn't be allowed to do things. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote in my in my notes. He wants to fuck. Too bad she keeps crying. <laughs> Okay. But wait, again, you, what I we, what I love is that for him, it, it, again, when you see it from his point of view, he's like, "No, this isn't a sexual thing. I legitimately love her." Yeah, this is a relationship. Her. You don't thing. understand. I, I also no, age is just a number. <laughs> my, I let. La- I think the part the I I like chuckled at a bunch of stuff in this movie, but the part where I like laughed was when his wife gets hit by a car. <laughs> yeah, I laughed at that too. I was I like, "That's too. fucking funny." <laughs> This man who is gonna shoot her anyway. 
Yeah, he comes up with this whole plan as to how he's, and I'm like, this is the worst plan I've ever heard. It's of. like it's like a Mr. Magoo, right? He just like he he pulled it off. Not only he got caught, he got caught for being a fucking pedo, right? Yeah. Although and she like one of my favorite things is one thing. The first thing she complains about is you called me fat, <laughs> <laughs> and you, then goes, oh, and you want to fuck my cat, my child? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, not directly, but yeah. But that's like secondary. But the, also, you yeah, the, the impression- first thing is you called me fat and ugly. Yeah. Also, you want to, you know, you, you're creepy with my kid, but you called me fat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you get it. the impression that, like, this woman has been jealous of her daughter, like, her whole life, right? Like, you get the yeah, impression again, that again, she's if just, you, like, is if you not get it into from, it. If you take it from his point of view, yes, it's yes, fucking yes. even better. Yeah. <laughs> right, Alejandro? That, that's right, Alejandro. He, he Did you hear him? He was like, yeah, that's where the comedy lies. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, again, funny. Um, also, another thing, Dragon, that when they move to another town and then mm-hmm. he's like, oh. And like, to Ohio, uh, I believe it was. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, uh, all the neighbors know that he's being a fucking creep because it's like yeah. weird. And then he's and then again, he's like, my daughter is lying to me and going to crush, crush behind my back. She's yep. banging all these fucking dudes. And it's like, again, funnier if it's from his point of view. God, I really like like I'm so glad that I read the the at least knew the context of the book. Yeah. Before watching this, because it made it so much funnier to me. Well, I th- I th- you know what's funny? I thought I thought a lot of the comedy too was like in the he's like acting like a jealous lover, right? But she's mm-hmm. acting like a kid, like a normal yeah. kid. That's right, yeah. Alejandro. Oh, Alejandro's sticking his tongue out. <laughs> I know, practicing his mouth movements. <laughs> he's so cute. Um. Yeah. Also, I didn't understand the elaborate plan of like, and, and again, it, it probably was because it's from his point of view, the elaborate plan of getting her out of the hospital just didn't <laughs> fucking make sense to me. Well, because he's being he's being paranoid the whole time that somebody's following him, right? Yeah, but that's why, again, oh my God, this movie is brilliant when you take the context of it's from his point of view. Yeah. Uh, but somebody was following him. <laughs> again, that's if it's from his part. point of view, the funnier part is him being so psychotic that no one is actually following him. And it, it wasn't this big elaborate plan to get her out of the hospital. It was literally just fucking uh, Quigley. She called Quigley and then that guy came by to pick her up. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> that's, and that's all that happened. It was that's, super easy. That's the comedy. I do love, I do love that that whole, um, everything that has to do with that uh, hospital is funny. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, it's like him oh. just acting more and more and more like a um like a creep at the hospital right it's like the fucking the nurse being like oh hey can you move your car and he's like yeah yeah and then she's like sir i'm so really sorry he's like "Ah, i know he just like absolutely can't handle any questioning of just like a normal ass thing like nobody asked you if you were diddling your daughter my bro like they only need you to move your car and he's just but also also i again if you take the context of this from his point of view he's like Huh, weird. This love letter here from the nurse? Huh, sunglasses from the nurse? All this is weird. It's as if there's a big conspiracy against me. It's fucking funny because the whole time I'm like, is why would this nurse be in on it? But it's like, no, it it's funny because sense. he thinks the nurse is in on it. Yeah. That's the comedy of it. It's just I, fucking stupid. Okay. Yeah. So, I also sorry. I also like the the whole the whole hospital thing culminates with him like having a panic attack and freaking out and like attacking people in the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. my favorite part about that is when they're like, hold him down. 
and they're like they basically for some reason force him to admit that he's just been drinking like they put that idea in his head and he's like yeah i'm just really drunk i'm sorry and they're like okay sir well why don't you leave and drive home (laughs) yeah i mean well that was the 60s people didn't people in the in the 60s people didn't crash when they were drinking yeah, they just were like, real and men. if they, they did, it just like you just they weren't like this generation where we. I had, I had, I had a sip of alcohol and I can't drive there. Uh-huh. You sound like all of my drunk uncles right now. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them, like Ash, it's fine. I just had like two six packs. Don't worry about the it. The reason why people crash when they're drunk driving is because they never practice drunk driving. You, you, man, you say that as a joke, but I've heard that from real <laughs> That's from a that's from a movie, by the way. Is it? Is that what it's? Yeah, it's summer school. Oh. One of the characters says that. Was that like? An... Don't you watch fucking dumb comedies from the eighties? I mean, yeah, but is that a saying Obscure before that? Obscure dumb that comedies. That had to have been a saying before that because I feel like a Probably. bunch of my I've heard I've heard that from older people. Anyway, uh, older people who should know better is what I was saying. Right, so yeah, and then you get the fucking okay. So the movie basically ends with him like showing up, and she writes a letter. Yeah, because she, she needs, needs money. <laughs> she just she like, needs money. Again. She's like, I just like her being like, I need money. You know who will probably give me money? The pedophile that used to rape me. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know it'd be funny that that pedo who was who's still simping over me hard, yeah. <laughs> and then he comes over and he's like, I, I love how it's like, here I'll give you money. Like, no, bitch, this is your money. It's literally he's literally money. giving you her your own money back. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, there's not much to say after that. I don't know, Dragon. Do you have any other things? I just, I just like that the the epilogue is like the shortest epilogue I've ever seen. It's like one D- sentence. I, my God, being like he he had a uh, he got arrested and had a heart attack in prison and died. Okay, bye. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole epilogue. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, okay, I guess we should. Start yeah, we, to can, end it, we right? can wrap up Lolita. Right. Dragon, what? Uh, do you have any final thoughts? Um. I, yeah. I just was. I I did not. I thought this movie would, was going to be like a drama drama. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting comedy, which is interesting. A good, thought, same thing, by the way. I thought Lolita was really good. I thought actually, like, I, I think that his relationship with Shelly Winters, with the Lolita's mom, I think is the funniest relationship that it's, they have. It's really fucking funny. <laughs> it's really fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, it's just her. It, and it's like. Man, it's just her being like trying to be like, why, why aren't you pleased by me? And him being like, you're disgusting to me because you're not twelve, and like that's it. And then he can't say that to her, and she doesn't understand. So it's just like a comedy of errors over and over again. Yeah, it's great. It's great. That's right, Alejandro. Yeah, um, he loved it too. Uh, I would give it a Smashly. It's a good movie. <laughs> I don't okay. know that I. It's not a movie that I'd like want to revisit a bunch, but it's like it was. I'm glad I watched it. Okay. Uh, yeah. What about no. you, bro? Final thoughts? Um, final thoughts. I, I, man, again, I think the best way to watch this movie is to ha- have those two concepts in your head. Yeah. Number one is that the characters, let's just just say, tell, tell yourself the character is actually 12. And then number two, this is all from his point of view. Yes. So it's just a comedy of errors. But this guy thinks he's, he's a fucking genius. <laughs> and if you have that in your head, the, the comedy is so fucking funny. Yeah. But like, um yeah i just wish that was in the movie i really do wish that was in the movie like more explicitly uh, in the movie yeah yeah but it's not but it's okay uh i i did like it It, and you know what one thing i i thought of to myself was like this doesn't feel like a kubrick movie 
Yeah. Because he normally is like known for these very elaborate, beautiful shots. And I'm like, yeah. there's only been, a, there was only a couple that I really was like, wow, that was an amazing shot. Yeah. Like when, when, when they're in the hotel and Peter Sellers is like holding up a newspaper, yeah. talk, like looking at his chick. I was like, that is a fucking it's brilliant a shot. shot. It's a good it's shot. A good, that's a brilliant shot. But there was only a couple that I saw that and thought that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Maybe he just was still was like, didn't have the confidence in himself to just throw them in there for no reason. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, was Spartacus similar to that? I don't I don't know. Not really. Spartacus was like a big epic uh movie. So it didn't it it didn't I I I mean they not not in the way that I noticed as much as I noticed in Lolita. I mean, yes, they had like good shots and good whatever, but like it was more like there were a lot of the big wide shots because they paid for all the extras, you know, yeah. <laughs> to be there. So it was a lot of those like big battle scenes and kind of big things. So not, okay. I didn't, I just didn't notice it as much. I'm sure it was there. Yeah. But, all right. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, I give this like an eight out of 10. Yeah. And I feel like I would have liked it a lot more if I, uh, maybe if I saw it back then. Yeah. Um. All right. All right, Dragon. Um. So all I chose right, this Dragon. week, Berto. So you choose next week. So what are we watching? All right. Dragon. Now, since we're going to keep our theme of, uh, number one, no nut November. That yeah. means no peanuts. Absolutely yep. no peanuts in any of these fucking movies. You, you show me a peanut and we're fucking throwing this movie away, okay? Okay, <laughs> fair. All right. And we're keeping your concept of, you know what? Every movie has to be two and a half hours long. I uh-huh. decided we're going to watch a movie that came out this year uh, and a movie I saw earlier this year and I told you about and I was like, I got all the feels from it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to watch uh, 13 Lives. It's directed by Ron Howard. It's uh-huh. starring Vigo Morrison. Uh, it's starring Colin Worth, Joel Edgerton. All right. Uh, this is the one about the uh the, Wait, you the mean Colin get... Farrell? Did I say Colin? What did I say? Worth. Oh, sorry, Colin Colin Farrell. Um this is the one about the, the kids who get stuck in the, you know, they, they get stuck so, in the cave so and you have to save them. It's gonna be so yeah. stressful. Okay. Yeah, but at the end, it's this is one of those movies where it's like, oh my god, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. And I and then at the end you're like, I got all the feels because you, you know, you have you have to have darkness before the sun. Yep. What can I, I tell it. you, Dragon? I get it. All right. But uh, yeah, I remember I, I watched this movie earlier this year and fucking loved it so much. And I was like, man, I really want to watch this again. And uh, you know what? I'm going to make you watch it with me, Dragon. And okay. we get to talk about all the fun stuff. And I'll get to talk more about the documentary. Uh, yeah. Because I got obsessed with it. You did. You right, did well, get obsessed with it. This one's on Amazon Prime, by the way, if I didn't say. Oh, thank you. I don't think you did. Well, I, I love Vigo Hornsen, right. so that should be fun. Oh, you mean Aragon himself, Dragon? Your beloved Aragon from your favorite movie of all time? Sure. The Lord Sorry, of the Rings? Yeah, that's actually right. Okay. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, Dragon. Why don't you go ahead and send this off? Oh, oh okay. Okay, bye. Okay, Alejandro. Eh? Eh? Come on. Does that count? Yeah, that counts. All right, that counts. Huh? What was that? Huh? Now he's just staring at me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, dragon. Bye. Bye.